Now, you're listening to the God Chasers Podcast, hosted by the homie Brinson. You God chasing or not? We chase God. We chase God. We chase God. You know what it is when you see us coming. Force in the darkness, they be running. Bring it up, ain't no games, we own something. I chase God. We chase God. I chase God. We chase God. But what? We chase God. I chase God. We chase God. But what? I chase God. I chase God. We chase God. But what? I chase God. You go chasing on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode 176. You now in tune to the freshest 30 minutes in podcast land, the God Chasers podcast, talking all things Christian, hip hop, playing the hottest music, and encouraging those who have a heart for ministry in ministry, entrepreneurs and kingdom preneurs. This podcast is for you. Go to ironbrinson.com, sign up for the email list, and stay up to date with all things God Chases Entertainment. And you can get a copy of the new, 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 new book, The Art of God Chasing and 10 Things Every Christian Hip Hop Artist Should Know. Follow me on social media, God Chases on Instagram, and I am Brinson on Twitter. And if this episode bless you, make sure you go to iTunes and leave a comment in a five-star rating. And I want to give a shout-out to all my people in Los Angeles, Wichita, Austin, San Antonio, Denver, Houston, Raleigh, Lexington, Jacksonville, Tampa, OKC, and all my friends abroad in Australia, Pakistan, Nigeria, Russia, Mexico, Jordan, the Netherlands, New Zealand, the UK. Spain, Canada, Thailand, Japan, China. Thank you so much for tuning in. We got a great show for you this week. This is the sixth anniversary show of the God Chasers podcast and the best of 2020 podcast. And we're going to go for a minute. And I got two special guests with me this week. One is the greatest underground golden era lyricist <laughs> period period change my mind and you can't ready writer is in the house my label mate from day one my brother from another mother and sketch the j the journalist the writer the <laughs> penman the the historian the recently Married man, married. yes. <laughs> Praise God, yes. We we gonna we gonna have a, a awesome show. What, what's up, fellas? How y'all feeling? Doing good, Doing great. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we the the only thing that happened today because y'all pro- everybody's probably gonna see this um in two days but today mf doom we we just found out about mf doom and if you don't know who that is he is a a secular artist had a moniker about being a villain uh very respected lyricist we the the world just found out he passed away from um a social media post from his wife but he passed away in october and you know it's just like you know this has been such a, a wild year and you know, thank God for it. Thank God that we still here. But that was just some crazy news. What, what y'all think about it? It's pretty shocking. And like you said, you add it to all of the the losses of some major guys that we've done. I had written down to even talk about that. You know, we lost um, Chadwick Boseman, Kobe Bryant, uh, even in Christian hip hop, Mr. Solo from Gospel Gangsters. So it's been 
doing a lot of loss this year, man. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was just I was just talking to somebody about um Mr. Solo because I think we we do such a, a horrible job at giving people their their flowers and appreciations. And you know, everybody was like, Oh, he the goat, he the goat. He been the goat for a minute. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you don't hear him on, you know, uh, a ton of people albums and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's it's just like um what I think one of my missions for the podcast going into 2021 is just give people their flowers anytime I interview them. Like I started with uh, my last podcast with Mouthpiece and I'm going to just keep going because these brothers have been doing ministry and mm-hmm. speaking of giving flowers, uh, Sketch, the world need that uh, Christian hip hop book, brother. They need, yeah. <laughs> they need to see this greatness because I mean, you back in the saddle, you got the uh, newly married glow happening on you. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> we need to get that yeah. pen so so everybody can witness this greatness. So y'all ready to dive into this stuff? Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Yes. So I'm just so you know, my movie list is probably uh, garbage. <laughs> because I couldn't even get ten, so I couldn't either. Where, so. where you at, ready? You got ten? No. See, <laughs> you got to grade COVID, everything man. on a COVID curve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so should we do a top five for for movies? Yeah, I got top five, and also for music, I kind I got ten, but I think five were the special ones. Okay. 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 Okay, so yeah. let's let's just cut movies down to five, and we'll start with with movies with our top five. So okay. drum roll, bootleg drum yeah. roll. Top five. Top five. <laughs> number, number five. Let's start with sketch. What you got? Uh, the social dilemma, the Netflix documentary that kind of dove into uh, how social media has really warped our mind and made us addicts. Um, mm. I, I don't know if it was the best thing that I saw this year, and it, it you if it's a lot of things that everybody would talk about. They were like, "We already know this kind of about it," but just to see it illustrated, um, I thought they did a good job of doing that with um, a couple character actors acting out some scenes, and then one that we, he was like kind of the mindset of social media and how they build this profile on you and make you an addict and start sending you uh, notifications and that sort of thing. So it was a thought-provoking reminder of kind of the the way that we've allowed social media to be involved in our lives and whether that's a good thing or not. So, Ready? What, what's so, your five? Number five. So I, I, let me talk about the ones I excluded first. I've watched Mulan <laughs> and it didn't make the list. No. So my wife loved it. I love the woman power in it, right? But I think it was choppy, and and it just didn't compare with the cartoon. Um, also had power on my list if we went ten because I really like the Jamie Foxx movie, superhero movie. Um, that was pretty good. For my number five, I have Tenet. Um, yes, Tenet is five on my list. Uh, it's it, it's something that I need to rewatch. Um, it was a good movie. But it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. 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 And did you see that in the theater, or uh, is that the only way to do that? At no. home. <laughs> <laughs> you saw that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But 
But I think that's an important point for us even maybe to discuss is yeah. how you viewed it because I think that might change your opinion of a big yeah, sure. tentpole movie like Tenet or something, you know, if you're mm-hmm. watching it at home or or whatnot. So Yeah, that's true. I, I wanted to see it at the movie theater, but COVID was popping at that point really, really badly. So we waited for it to come out on DVD, picked it up, um, checked it out. Like I said, it's, it's a solid movie. If you like Matrix and, and different movies like that, Matrix is one of my favorite movies. So I, I naturally was drawn to the topic. There's stuff in the movie that you have to watch more than one time to get. Um, some of the characters... If you see the end of the movie, then you got to watch the movie over again to understand what he's talking about at the end. Right. Right. <laughs> so. Right. So. So my the ones that I left off, um, I didn't mind Mulan, but it, it didn't make. It's not top five. If we had to go, to, if I if we had to force ten, Mulan would be in in ten, right? Yeah. Um, the other one that didn't make make it that w- I thought was really good. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog was was surprisingly good, and um, I didn't see it. It it was surprisingly good because um, I like Jim Carrey, and uh, he he killed it. But that that would if we would have had to be forced for ten, then that would have been in. Um, so five, we got the same one. Ten, it. Um, I think the best the best thing I saw on the internet was somebody said watch it with the captions on. Because I don't know if they rushed mixing the movie. The audio yeah. mix was horrible. Like it was high and low. It was high and low. And then some parts you're like, what did he say? So somebody was like, look, yeah. here's a here's a, a hack. Watch it with the captions on. So if you if you're listening to this podcast or watching us, captions on. So yeah. number four. Ready, we're gonna start with you. All right, number four. This was something we're, we're, we're dead in the middle of COVID. Um, I just get Disney Plus, and it's okay. Artemis Fowl. Um, I watched it with the family, a good little family movie, uh, kind of beginning of a superhero story. Um, so I liked it. And you're going to see that theme throughout my list when, when we get to the shows, because this is another show that people didn't watch that was dope. That's the same kind of setup as Artemis Fowl. So Artemis Fowl was good. Sketch? Uh, I went with Palm Springs. It's a romantic comedy uh, time loop uh, show on uh, Hulu. Uh, Andy Samberg, the dude from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, is in it. Um, Some adult themes, but it took an interesting twist to that uh, concept. We've seen it in in several movies, admittedly, of where you kind of repeat the same day and try to get out of the time loop. But it was entertaining to me, and it was um, a good COVID flick. What was it called again? Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Okay, I'm gonna have. It's on Hulu I, I like exclusive. I like time loops. Like, yeah. Uh, what is it? The 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 day. Uh, the Tom Cruise movie. What was it? Um, yes. Uh, uh, live die repeat. Live yeah. die repeat. Groundhog Day. I like. Yeah. That. Um, yeah. My number four was Old Guard. Okay, I know what you're talking about. I watched the first uh, yeah. thirty minutes. Charlize it, Theron is that? Yep. The one? Yep. And okay. and just like you said, COVID movie so it's like the movies this year suffered because of the pandemic right so now you have mm-hmm. to really like filter through movies and stuff that would usually be like a C they're like oh these are top movies because <laughs> we couldn't get like big blockbusters and I, I'm 
pretty sure that Tenant would have been way better if they had more time and, and stuff like that. I think, uh, sidebar, here's my prediction. Sidebar, prediction, prediction. Justice League Snyder Cut will be trash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. I don't know. <laughs> Number three. I'm going to start three. I'm going to start three. My third, uh, Jumanji. Anybody seen it? Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Jumanji, it, it, it was funny. It was Jumanji 2. I think it was, yeah, it was too. It was, it was funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. It was good. It was. It came out the beginning of the year, so I think I. I believe I went to see it in a movie. So that was like one of the last movies that I went to go see. So I was like, okay, it was. It was good enough. So, um, ready? What you think? Number three. So, so number three, I watch anime. That's what me and my son do: comic books and anime. Mm-hmm. So for me. Uh, one of the movies that we watched that I thought was deserving to be on this list was My Hero Academia. It's called Two Heroes Rising. Um, it's a good entry point for anybody who used to watch Dragon Ball Z or Naruto or anything like that. Um, it's real. It's like for a teenager. So I, I would say if you want to see a good anime, it's probably the best anime movie that came out this year. There's some other ones that I wouldn't recommend, but this one right here is is, is more family friendly. So yeah, I would say um, My Hero Academia, Two Heroes Rising. Okay, okay. Sketch. Yeah, I went with a a Christmas film, The Jingle Jangle on Netflix. <laughs> that was good, actually. That was good. The Jingle Jangle. We watched good. it last week. Yeah. It's kind of a mix of Hamilton. It's what I liked about it is it wasn't a Santa Claus story. It wasn't a um, busy girl from the city moves to the country and finds out the mood, the meaning of Christmas kind of thing. Um, had an all black cast primarily did a phenomenal job. And it wasn't about them being black. It was just like, Hey, this is, this is the people that run the story had a really cool, like uh, cyberpunk uh, Dickinson kind of aesthetic. So I, that's one I would be happy to watch again. And you know, Christmas is in the future. So. Word, word. So did that movie remind you of Mr. Magoria's Emporium? Kind of like chocolate, kind of like um, Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory mixed with um, Mr. Magorium's Emporium or something like that. The guy made toys. It's yeah. uh, I can't think of the main character, but it's, it's yeah. just like that to me. When I first saw it, I was like, this reminds me of something that I've seen a long mm-hmm. time ago. But it was good, though. Very yep. good acting. So so what we on? Number two? We yep. are. Number two. Number two. I'm going to start. Extraction. I didn't say extraction. It was on Netflix, right? Phenomenal. Really? What was it about? I I don't want to say because somebody might not see it, but this is <laughs> what I will say. Um, the Russo brothers made it, right? Um, mm-hmm. the film with Thor in it. Yes. Okay. I don't. Okay. Yeah. Up. Yes. Yes. The action. Because they, I think they were like experimenting with like camera angles and stuff like that. Phenomenal! Like it was surprisingly good. They had a few twists in it. I thought it was a really dope movie that was surprising. That I didn't think I thought it was gonna be straight because you know Russo brothers they come with the action. They know what they're doing. 
mm-hmm. it 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 surprised me. So extraction sketch. Yeah, um, I I believe this was actually a late 2019, but it won an award in 2020, and that's when I saw it. But so Parasite, the Korean uh, mm-hmm. film that won Best Picture this year, I heard about that. Yeah, there's a really interesting um, story and take on uh, kind of class warfare and that sort of thing. So definitely check that out. Um, even if you're not into foreign films, mm. uh, it really draws you in and uh, you'll start reading the captions and be drawn in immediately. So ready. All right. So this movie came right on time. Um is my is is my video on? I don't see you. No. I don't know what happened with that. So this movie came right on time for me. Um and it's called Loving Monsters. Okay. Can you see me now? Nope. I don't know what's going on with that. So Loving Monsters was about it's 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 from the same guy who played in Maze Runner, I believe. Mm. Um, and basically, um, the movie's about a guy. It's about, uh, I don't want to tell the whole story. Basically, they have this tremendous event where, um, they shoot an asteroid out of the sky, mutates all, all the animals and all the bugs. And this guy's in love with this girl and he has to travel house to find his girlfriend. And that's what it's about. Um, I would implore everybody to watch this film because it also has an undercurrent of it's dangerous outside, but go outside and live life. Mm. Mm. Because all the people were bunkered in, stuck in shelters, scared of the outside world. So it kind of has a parallel with what we're going through, what um, what's happening with COVID right now. So I would say, take a chance with that movie. It was really good. I was surprised. Okay. Okay. So, where are we at? Number one? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Ready? Go. Keep going. What's your number one? You on the road. All right. Number one. Soul. Soul? Easy. Easy? Soul. Soul. Easy. Easy? Yes. Soul <laughs> on Disney+. Plus. Soul, soul is the soul is the Jamie best movie Fox. of 2020. Yes. Okay. Uh, I've not seen it yet. Just but it's on the it. list. Yeah. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it's about destiny. It's about destiny and about what you were chosen to do. I mean, you you uh, find uh, that when you watch it. Uh, uh don't tell. There's more there. Oh, it's man. good. Soul is the <laughs> best movie. No, Soul is the best yes. movie of 2020. Oh. <laughs> All right, go watch it. Go watch it. Soul, go watch it. All right, throw your list in the trash if it ain't on your list. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man, then Sketch. go watch Jimmy Johns talk about it too. Who? <laughs> Jimmy Johns. Jimmy the- Johns, the dude. The guy who do all the reviews. Oh, I thought you were talking about the sandwich place that I think is trash. I like, well, if they say... I think his name is Jimmy Johns. I might be saying the wrong name. If Jimmy Johns saying anything, I ain't listening to nothing. They sandwiches taste like uh, brown paper. 
Sketch, it's on you. Um, I'll go with another Disney Plus, uh, but Hamilton. Uh, I had heard, ah. obviously, the hype through through the years of what that was about and was honestly a little skeptical because I had heard, like, the initial song and thought, this is rap for people who don't like rap. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> was especially white people who were like, oh, there he like, is. This is this is what hip hop's about, um, but I, I really enjoyed it. So it came out on July fourth, I guess, um, and took it in. It's it's three hours, so it's long, but it's an inventive way to tell the story of of America. And some of the rapping later on actually gets much better than that initial like song that you hear. Um, so props to that, and that's that's one I appreciated a lot. All right. All right, Hamilton. I didn't even think about Hamilton as being eh, okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of iffy if it's a movie or not, but it it, it premiered as a, a film on Disney Plus this year. So I think Ready Rider gonna look at me sideways when I give him my number one. My number one for 2020 Project Power. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was number one, but it was good. I, I mean, out of extraction and and project power, like it 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 could have been either one. Like extraction was so dope to me, just on like the speed of the action and and stuff like that. But you know, in, anything that's kind of like superhero stuff with me is gonna win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. So that's and the gra- it. For- Go ahead. The graphics I thought on Project Power were pretty decent too. The special yeah. effects, um, yeah, you know, good. you hear just like Netflix movie, and you're like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, <laughs> they did they did they did a good job there. Dude, Netflix Netflix has a brilliant business model because if you look at the way their stocks and stuff set up, they got money to to burn. Like, oh yeah, they can create a whole Star Wars if they wanted to, and just and keep the change. So. That's it for movies. Let's go with top 10 TV shows. I know we all got 10. Because TV shows probably did. You only got five. You only got five? Okay. What about you, mm-hmm. Sketch? I've got 10, but I can drop it to five if we need. No. Right, let me see if I can if I can if I can sacrifice anything. I can listen. I can listen to y'all five. All right, so I'm so interested to ready. see what y'all this, say. This was COVID. We were trapped in. You we was trapped in. in. <laughs> you had I was watching. I was watching stuff from like I watching Blacklist from like two years ago, <laughs> and it's like eight seasons to Blacklist. Yeah. So I'm watching old stuff, so I had to put only the new stuff I watched. So okay. that's where I was stuck at. Okay, okay. So <laughs> me, me and Sketch just gonna go back and forth from from ten, and we'll bring you in at five. So yeah. so ten. This this is gonna sound ultra ultra corny, ultra. I can't believe he said this, but I just enjoyed this show this year. It's new on TV. Let's make a deal with Wayne Brady. Has been excellent. <laughs> it has been excellent. Just you, when I'm yelling at, the, <laughs> I'm yelling at the screen. Pick door number three. When I'm doing that, like I'm thoroughly enjoying this, and, and Wayne Brady is excellent. They have done a great job in like doing the the COVID conversion with it. I just think they for it to be like a prime time show, 
them giving away money. They they doing stuff for like they started doing it for like the uh, essential workers, which I thought was great. So these people who was working at grocery stores and nurses and and uh, people working at the fire department, they went in cars and stuff. I thought that was excellent. So let's make a deal. Get my vote. So that's me. Sketch. Yeah, my number 10, you you may laugh at it too, but it, it's proof that I now live in a house with a 10-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> it's called The Investigators, and it's on Netflix. Investigators. And it's a, it, yeah, it, Investigators with a B, because they are the best investigators. Um. Uh, but it's about a group of, it's an Australian show. It's a group, about a group of kids that solve mysteries, and they're harmless mysteries. There's no blood or guts or sex or anything, but there's some... Clever humor. It's a kid show that an adult doesn't mind watching, and uh, the tenure my uh, new son uh, just loves it. So, investigators made the list. Okay. okay. So, what you got so, for number? Yeah. What you got for number nine? Number nine, a, a, another Hulu exclusive. A lot. I noticed that a lot of my favorite shows were from streaming services. So, mm-hmm. um, yep. this was L- Little Fires Everywhere with um, Carrie Washington and Reese Witherspoon. Um, based on a book, um, and I think it's maybe nine nine episodes, but kind of a story unfolds of two women in the suburbs, and there's a race and class undertone in there too. So that's one that I I enjoyed. Okay, so my nine is Umbrella Academy season two. Same thing, little that was fire, little race undertone. Um, yeah, the whole cult thing was 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 really funny <laughs> to me. Um. It was it was really good. I I thought they did a, a really good job at the, at the writing and stuff like that. Like um, in if you if you are a Christian who uh, is monitoring your uh, ear gate eye gate, I do not advise you to watch it. So any no. listen any stream I think any streaming uh, TV shows that are not for like family and kids they gonna if it's on the streaming service they gonna just throw it in there like i i'm not gonna watch the yeah. uh the animaniacs because i seen it on hulu i couldn't get past the first song because when they showed uh all three of the animaniacs on the on the bathroom door in the beginning i said i already know what time it is so i just cut that off so yeah number eight sketches on you yeah, uh, when they see us, and that might have been another t- uh, 2019 thing, but the Netflix dramatization of the uh, uh, Central Park Five, I believe that was mm, the, the mm, game yeah. that they got, mm, mm. Um, and kind of retold their story and showed what those four teenagers like went through, and uh, obviously brought in who uh, the current president Trump, um, how he was even involved in that, but really moving story. Um, that just uh, helped highlight uh, some of the circumstances that we even found ourselves continuing in in 2020. So, okay. Ava DuVernay, I think, is uh, the one that directed that or was involved in that project. So she does really good stuff. Ava DuVernay. Yeah, so, that's it. Yeah. Um, sorry. So my so my number eight, I believe, was on my, my 10 last year, and they still killing it. Uh, SWAT. SWAT. Yeah. Swat's still going strong. Like the the writing is still good. The the action is still good. A lot of it's still unbelievable. Swat. Swat is my eight. Um number seven. 
Seven, I had Hip Hop Evolution. Hip Hop so Evolution. It's a documentary series on Netflix that um, I think it's in its third season, but they do a good job. It's hosted by um, Shad, the MC from uh, Canada, who's uh, expressed some some parts of him being a believer. But they dig into like spotlight and here's how the South came about, and here's what the mixtape era of hip hop was about, and that sort of thing. So some really good interviews and background uh, that helps you dig into that stuff, and maybe even let you relive some of that that time period if you were involved in it. Mm-hmm. So, so my number seven we on seven right yep so my number seven yep. is, is probably uh <clears throat> one of uh, me and Reddit's favorites for uh for a lot of reasons all rise all rise all rise i love it all rise that's yeah. dope they it, one one great thing about it is when the pandemic started they did a whole show on zoom which they pulled it off it was like effortless and i thought that was kudos to them that was an amazing episode so yeah 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 i think just to hop in on that i think what they did that was awesome was the fact that they kind of made it so that the show mirrored reality and i think some shows were scared and they were they were kind of trying to say should i go in and mirror reality or should we try to move away from that because people don't really want to live through this again on tv but they did they they did an excellent job of kind of walking alongside us as we went through this covid thing so yeah yeah it's good it's a good show there's another show that it wasn't on my list but when you're saying that they did a whole episode on zoom it was the uh Parks and Recreation special mm-hmm, um, they mm-hmm. did that was all kind of on Zoom and they wove the story in between. Uh, it wasn't just the people giving their uh, performances on Zoom. It was a whole that dove into the story, which was pretty clever. So, right. So yeah. what your set your seven? Yeah, I already said my seven. My number six is the six. Uh, Umbrella Academy. So okay. you mentioned okay. it earlier. Yep. And I, I got into it with the pandemic. And when I first saw it, I, it, and I like some superhero stuff, probably not as much as you guys, but um, <laughs> I was like, this this thing is weird. I was like, they've got a, a, a monkey butler. They've got a guy who's, you know, overgrown. Uh, yep. They've got a guy, a ghost uh, thing, but uh, the characters really come together, and it's it, there's a good amount of humor in it um, too. So it was it was interesting, and like you guys were talking about, even with the some of the movies and Netflix kind of. I think Brinson, you said like they could do their own Star Wars. I have read, and you've seen now that like, they've tapped into the superhero uh, like genre, but without being aligned with Marvel or with DC. Right, so, right. Old Guard, Umbrella mm. Academy. Um, Project Power, some of those things. They know it's a hot genre, so they're looking for some original stories uh, around that, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, because they know they know it's it's, it's real lucrative. So yeah, it's money. <laughs> my six is Seal Team. It was That's on my, my list. Show. It was on my list last year. It, I mean, they, the writing is still superb. They still doing everything they they hitting everything right with uh sale team you know making th- making you think somebody's gonna die they bring them back and <laughs> you know they keep they keep you on the hook for the next week like i i love binge watching but this is like one of the shows that i'm i'm cool waiting to the to the next week to watch 
Because at some mm-hmm. at some points you get too into it. You like ah, all right. Let me shut this off. They they got they got me hyped up. <laughs> so what we on? We on five. We're on five. Ready? Jump in with five. your five. All right, I got it super low. And I will say, I will Uh-oh. caution everything by saying this is a COVID curve. <laughs> Mandalorian. Man, log, so, log on. I believe. Log on. That, log I mean, on. <laughs> log on. Five. So I believe that if we were in COVID, I'm not sure how much time when we were just looking for something new. It was like, wow, this is going to be free or not free, but it's going to be on a Disney app and there's nothing really new that's on. And me and my son will tune in every Friday and we're watching Mandalorian and loving it. So um, it started a little slow, then it got better as it went on. Um, really liked it. It's a good show. I know Brinson has Mandalorian as number one. I know it. <laughs> that's <laughs> I know, I called that one too, so. My <laughs> God! <laughs> Let me get my number five out of the way, because I'm, like, I'm in, like, this, I, usually when we do these shows, I get shocked once. This was, I, I didn't think I was going to get shocked till we went to, like, Christian <laughs> Hip Hop Album of the Year. I'm just, I'm in shock. Ah! All right. Um, My goodness. Number five, um, Ultraman. Ultraman. Uh, I will caution the believers in saying, uh, mm, if you are protecting your eye gate and ear gate, you look at it with the captions off because they saying some stuff. So, but the action was amazing. The story was, um, a, a lot of nuances you probably wouldn't get unless you watch anime and and you understand like Japanese culture with like how they show emotion and stuff like that. Like certain things, I was like, this is crazy. But then I had to remember, like the way they express emotion is totally different than like the way people in America do it. But it was, it had twists. I love a good twist. Mm. They had twists. They had um, good character building. Uh, the way that they did the animation, you could tell that they had real actors doing it, and then they put it into the computer, which was really good. The fight, fight scenes was amazing because they had real people fighting. So Ultraman, it, it could be higher up, but it should have been higher up, but that's where it landed. Sketch, you're five. Um AEW Dynamite. This is something we talked about last year, a new wrestling show. Uh-huh. and um, Wrestling was different this year with COVID and no live uh, epi- no live crowds. Um, but AEW Dynamite did an interesting thing. They had access to this outdoor venue. Um, they put their wrestlers uh, at the side so that it brought some life into it. And then um, toward the end of this year, it's gotten even super interesting with uh, – Kenny Omega having a championship and like appearing on other shows and maybe even bringing that multiverse together and wrestling. So mm-hmm. I, I've enjoyed and stayed true to a AEW Dynamite even during COVID. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. Woo. Number five. Okay. Number four. I'll start with four. Um, Star Trek Discovery. 
season, mm. season, what season is this? Season three and two was in this year. So writing phenomenal. They draw you in. Um, there is there is a, a couple of parts of it that I really really don't don't like, but the writing is so good that it kind of overshadowed. And I can hit fast forward because it's on the streaming service. Um, but other than that, like I, I like Star Trek. Like I'm a big Deep Space Nine fan. Captain Cisco is the dude. Um, I haven't I haven't watched Picard yet, but mm. it's the lead and and all the and everything that they got in it and just the storyline with like all of the federation ships blowing up and the going to the future going to the past you know i, I anything with time travel i'm in <laughs> so so that's my uh four yeah ready all right so i caught this show on accident i was i was scrolling through prime amazon prime and then they had imdb for free and there's a show called Alex Ryder. Mm-hmm. So Alex Ryder was another one of those picks, almost like um, Artemis Fowl, uh, the beginnings of a superhero as a teenager. Mm. Uh, I watched it. I watched it like in one day because they had all, I think it's eight episodes. I watched it in one day. And then I told my sister about it and she watched it that night. And she was like, yeah, that was good. I thought I was going crazy. It's a really good show. Um, I was surprised. Um, well shot, good action, solid. Um, they kind of did this Marvel thing where they had blood, but they didn't have blood. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like you can you can get away with having a teenager teenager in there, depending on their maturity level. Um, so it, it it was good. It was it was clean. A- Alex Ryder. Okay, sketch. Uh, mine is. Uh, and I'll give the disclaimer that you gave for, for some believers. Um, uh, but it's called Dave, and it's on Hulu. And it's kind of the uh, semi-autobiographical story about the rapper Lil Dicky. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Who's, 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 okay. who's kind of a comedy comedy guy. And I didn't yeah. think that I was going to like it. I saw the, the preview uh, in Hulu for a while, but I got into it. It's a half-hour show, easy to watch on your lunch air break or whatever. Uh, but there's, there's actually some heart stuff in there aside from... Uh, some sexual stuff that that you'll see, but I it was something that surprised me and captured me. So, Dave is the name of the show. Okay, okay. So we on three, three, yeah, three. Ready? Yep. Okay. So I grew up being a Home Improvement fan. So I, I used to watch Home Improvement, and I watched Al Bundy, Married Children. I only had Fox. I had click, click, click TV with the hanger. So that's what it was. I had Fox. So, um, and Living Color as well. So one of my favorite shows this year has been Last Man Standing because I'm a big, um, I'm a big Tim Allen fan. So I would watch that while I'm working out. It was a funny break away from life. So Last Man Standing. Okay. Sketch. Uh, my next one is a Netflix exclusive called Dead to Me. Um, that has Christina Applegate, speaking of Married with Children, and um, uh, Linda Cardellini, uh, who's on there. So it's a comedy about two women who um, are in uh, in grief counseling and kind of bond a friendship there. Um, another half hour kind of show, easy to digest. Um, mature themes, but it was, uh, I think, pretty well written. So, Okay. My three got edged from the number one from re- not from number two 
because of you. I'll tell you later. Number three, <laughs> Clone Wars final season, seventh season, Clone Wars. The first look at the Bad Batch from the first four episodes that's about to spin off. Everything Ahsoka I love. Everything Ahsoka. Tano. Yeah. So, people like is she the is one it? with the yep. Yep. Uh, stuff that comes down the side of her head? Yep. Okay. Yep. Everything about her. Boom. Her Darth Maul at the end fighting with their CGI of uh, the guy who played Darth Maul in A Phantom Menace. And I don't know who they got to play her, but they, they was fighting in the real sequence. They took their stuff, wow. they computerized it, put it in the episode, the graphics, the just the whole story. I think they only had three dud episodes out the whole season and they was back to back. So after the duds take off. So <laughs> Clone Wars season seven, the final season, I waited, what was it, four years for this or five? And it finally came and they didn't disappoint. Great, great, great series. Yeah. Ready, what you got? So we on number two, right? We on mm-hmm. three. I thought it was three. Oh, yeah. You, you just did on three. I did three. I'm on two. You on two, so we, we going around. So, yeah. So, got to add my anime in there. Something that my, my, my son had been begging me to watch with him was he's like, Dad, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. So, this particular anime is... It came out in Japan in 2019. Mm-hmm. It got the English the English localization this year. So it released this year. Um it's 12 episodes. It's one of it's one of the type of shows that you will have to watch again because you begin to realize stuff at the end of the show that you wish you had knew at the beginning. It's called um Promise Neverland. Mm. I would say even for anybody like even if you don't like anime, my wife kind of watched some episodes with us too. It's a darker tone show. Um, it's, it starts in an orphanage, and then I'll let you see if you go if you like anime or you want to delve in. This is a great show to delve in on. Um, it was just good, good mystery, and you don't understand what's going to happen until the end. I'm pretty good at judging a show. Like I, I kind of know who did it on the third episode. <laughs> Right. When you watch Blacklist, already knew who art. If you have seen Blacklist, already knew who the dad was. All that, that, that. So in this show, so many curves. When you get to the end, you're like, you realize who the mastermind was. Mm. And it's crazy because it's not who you expect it to be. So um, I would, I would challenge anybody. Go and watch. Go and watch it on Promise Neverland. Check it out. Give it a shot. I think it's on Amazon. No, it's on um, it's on Netflix. Promise so, Neverland. Yep. Number two. Sketch with your two. Yeah. Mine is a, a, a COVID collective one that uh, <laughs> we all watched. But I don't think it needs it on a curve. I think we would have enjoyed it anyway. But The Last Dance, uh, the Michael Jordan documentary. Or, oh, uh, about the, the Bulls. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that came out kind of weekly. And it was, it was a great thing during COVID to kind of watch that collectively and get in the conversation on Twitter and people reliving the the glory days of the Bulls and then going back to kind of their first run of the three. So um, it was surprising that ESPN had a uh, mature language version and an unedited version and uh, then eventually made its way to to Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched the uh, edited version with uh, our 10-year-old 
and he was he's a sports nerd so he was really into it but um, it was a pretty good in-depth documentary that showed how ruthless uh, Jordan can be and how how he takes offense to anything but uses it as motivation to uh, make him a better athlete and that sort of thing create a lot of memes and gifs of reaction shots of him looking at the footage on the, the iPad so uh, that's definitely a, a highlight of 2020 for me and, and, it, and it shows that he would have never survived this social media era. He oh, would have yeah. never survived <laughs> nope. social media. All right, so my number two, AEW Dynamite. Okay. And, and it was three until last night when yeah, they had okay. the uh, the Brody Lee tribute show. Yeah. It was the wrestling was top tier storytelling top tier like you could tell from the loss of a fallen comrade how everybody was extremely emotional but went out and just gave their all um and not just just aw dynamite but they got those spin-off youtube shows that are hilarious yeah. and they yeah. just they're doing everything right in wrestling and me being a big wrestling fan and and was through the attitude era, the 80s big man era, and seeing how AEW is doing and how they booking and everything else. Like it's 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 so fun to watch. And they got so many different personalities and, and people that you just and I just hate the fact that the pandemic is here because they're filming every week in my city and I cannot go. Uh-huh. It's horrible. It's hard. No, it's crazy that it's it's so close to you. It's so close, and yeah. I mean, I haven't even ran into a wrestler because I'm not out traveling like that, you know. And they, yeah. you know, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. So I'm gonna yeah. just go to number one, my yeah. number one, because it's obvious that my <laughs> number one, doom, doom, doom. starring Grogu, starring Mandalorian, starring Put that down, Grogu. <laughs> starring Moff Gideon, starring Ahsoka Tano, starring everybody else I ever wanted to see, Mandalorians saving 2020. I went back and watched it with no interruptions. Wait, let me let me pause. Let me. All right, it's this dude, and I'm I'm going to talk about him on my podcast. <laughs> Because we're here. And let me tell you people something. When you see something great on TV, keep it to yourself for at least 78 hours. Because this guy, he calls himself the man Ron Lorian. I'm talking about you, brother. And you're going to hear this. He ruined, ruined, ruined. And I mean ruined the season finale for me that I've been waiting years years to see and I'm going to digress but I just want to let him know verbally because he can't hear this over Twitter because I hit him up up Twitter I'm like you're the worst person in the world God bless you but you are the worst All right, I'm done number one sketch what's your number one I've not seen Mandalorian yet it's on my watch list so Apologies for that. Uh, but my number one was uh, a Netflix show called Rami. And it was in, I believe it's second season. Rami. So it's about a uh, Muslim American 
who um, is living a pretty secular lifestyle, but wants to be dedicated to his faith. Um, so obviously I don't share that faith, but I think it's very fascinating to kind of watch this guy kind of explore that. And you don't see a lot of like it, stories about faith period or, or Muslims. It's not like uh, them being extremist or something like that, but this is a, a 20 something millennial kind of trying to find his way through it. And um, there's obviously some mature content, but again, I, I look at it even through a Christian point of view and like, what, what would this be if it was represented about my faith? Like a 20 something trying to was raised in this, this church culture or this religious culture and trying to live it out truthfully, but also drawn by the world and kind of the conflict in there. So, uh, Rami Youssef, he's a, uh, comedian who wrote the show and acts in it, uh, another half hour one you can easily digest, but, uh, that would be my recommendation. Okay. Ready with your number one. Sketch, have you ever seen Jack Ryan? I have not yet. So So Jack Ryan, they do a good job of representing different viewpoints of Muslims. You got a Muslim Mm -hmm. cop. The main main enemy is a Muslim that was turned off by the way, you know, people treated him when he tried to come to America. And you have his wife. And so you have all these different aspects of a Muslim. They did a great job. On that on yeah. that show as well on Jack Ryan, I just watched it because I told you I watched a whole bunch of old stuff. Um, <laughs> so my number one, let me let me digress for a quick second about people spoiling shows, and I'm never gonna forgive my mama for this. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm watching Blue Bloods, and I'm finally catching up to the new season, and then my mom comes, and this is last year. And she tells me about somebody who dies like I knew about it and ruined the whole. I already, she ruined like the whole build of whether the lady was going to die or not. Wait, like, wait, so, wait, wait. What season is this? Because I watched so, Blue Blood. I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, don't. How, how far are you? How far I, are you? I'm not, I'm not all that far, but I've been watching it. So don't. Okay. L- let, yeah, she, let her live. She destroyed it. She destroyed it for me. <laughs> And then, and then she's like, so? I told you, so what? She ain't care. So it is what it is. Gotta love mamas. Gotta love um, so for me, I will give the disclaimer that they've given about these kind of shows. This is a very adult show. I would tell you to go to either Plugged In or IMDb. IMDb breaks down stuff per episode to tell you what you might see in an episode. In this case, you might want to have the fast forward button ready. Um... Like Brentson, I grew up, me and my sister used to watch Star Trek, and we used to watch ER with Eric LaSalle, old school. So we used to watch uh, Jean-Luc Picard um, Star Trek. So one of my fi- my favorite shows this year, thus far, has been The Expanse. It's on Amazon Prime, um, total sci-fi. I think there are three seasons in, all brand new characters, nobody you've ever seen before. Excellent, built from the ground up. This could be a new, you know, Starship Galactica, if you will. Um, super good show. Um, too much stuff to talk about to break down what it is. Just go and watch it if you like sci-fi stuff. There's going to be sex. Um, there's going to be, like most science shows, um, an attack against Christ- uh, attack against faith, um, if you will. And But there's also going to also be some other sides of some different things to talk about as well. So, um, if you can get through those kind of things and those kind of things don't bother you, go and watch The Expanse if you like sci-fi. Boom. Yeah. So that's our list for top 10 shows. Now for the list everybody has been waiting for the top 10 
Christian hip hop albums of 2020. And let me just let me just say this before we jump into it. Because of the uh the pandemic social unrest um political the political climate Christian hip hop was a necessity for this year. Mm-hmm. And I mean for 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 people who were is young in the faith, for people who needed strength, a lot of people turned to Christian hip hop and not secular hip hop because they needed something real to anchor themselves in. So if you are a Christian hip hop artist listening to this, you are essential. God, let the Lord keep using you because people needed what you have. And this is uh, sponsored by one of our Patreons, Chris Sims. Shout out to you, brother. Thank you for supporting the God Chasers podcast. So number 10, I'm going to kick it off. And I know I know my number 10 might be sketch number three. <laughs> so let's see. Theory has, Theory has it. <laughs> y'all, still, y'all still ain't washing your hands. Yeah. And I want to say if if you love straight boom bap and you love vinyl, Theory has it is selling his vinyl now. But the thing is, he he has to sell a hundred for him to be produced. So if you like vinyl and you want to support this brother, make sure that people get this vinyl. I'm thinking about buying a, a second copy just to kind of ensure that we get them go and get a copy. It's thirty dollars. Just look for Theory has it on uh on online. So shout out to Theory. You know what I'm saying. So that's my ten. Ready? Who's your ten? Number ten is K945. A uh, really good album. K9 has always been to me our version of Slick Rick. Awesome storyteller. Um, he's just great at. It. He's one of the best. So um, I've been listening to K9 since. Regardless, I believe is the first one that I saw in the store when he was with Koch. I believe yep. he, at, at that point. Um, super dope. I was glad to see it come out. And this season has been a great season for old school artists on the secular side. Of course, we had Nas, we had Busta Rhymes, we had Black Thought. And on, on our side, we also had Mouthpiece who came back. We had K-9 come back. We had a number of older rappers come back and, and grace the mic for us. So it's been a blessing. So yeah, K-9, 45. Sketch. Yeah. I had uh, Rel McCoy and Peace 586. They did a project called No More Soda. So that was off of Elect, and I didn't know Rel McCoy too much before then, but um, again, it's some good boom bap rap, uh, if you like, and Peace 586 is still making really good beats. So. Shout out to Elect. I, my vinyl collection is, uh, I would say, 30% Elect recording. It, mm-hmm. it might be 50, but anything they come <laughs> out with, I, I get the vinyl. So Yeah, and thanks for the reminder on Theory Has It. I need to buy that, and I didn't realize that he was... Uh, needed a threshold to be able to produce it, yeah, so I will order mine. The reason I days. know this is because I went and <laughs> looked up the the company that he's using, and I was like, well, mm-hmm. they have a thing for artists to do it, and if you're an artist, you do a threshold with them, and if you meet it, they yeah. produce the record. So, you know, he's not, he hasn't said it, but I'm going to say it, so we can, look, I want, I want the record. So Yeah, for sure. And I, I think it'll be a good, a good uh, time capsule memory piece for 2020 just the the song the title alone and that sort of thing 
uh, which is still relevant today. Y'all still which ain't is, washing your hands. We're still in COVID. Right, so. right, right. And you know, when you make your uh, Christian hip hop historian book, you could just throw that in there. I'm just. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> the theory was in his bag. I mean, theory was in his bag. He was in rare form. Um, he was he rapping. rapping, rapping. He was yeah. rapping, rapping. So my, my number nine is a newer project, um, Mouthpiece No Delay. Um, the the stick out song for me was a vessel of God. That is one of the toughest tracks I heard this entire year. I mean, it was it was it was boldness, proclamation. He was telling the Lord, "If you need a sword, use me." I'm like, <laughs> it was tough. So no no delay. Number nine, ready? What you got? Number nine, I got Flame Daybreak. I believe Flame came out with two albums this year. I think yep. the other one is yeah. No Something. No, it, it was a uh, Lutheran project, if you will. Um, yeah. The second one was Daybreak, was, which was more of a um, fighting at the social ills of the world kind of project. Mm-hmm. Uh, old school Flame, as far as, you know, he, he was rapping, rapping. He, he was doing what Flame do. He was really polished. He's coming off of his mother passing away, so condolences to him. Um, and his family, but he did a great job on this on this project. Um, I had to leave out the truth and Limbo uh, Blaze because I just couldn't get into it. It was Caribbean. I was like, I don't know how to feel about this. I got it, but I just couldn't get into it. So, um, Flame Daybreak. Okay. Sketch number nine. Uh, Gavi Heathen. Uh, so I, yes. I've really enjoyed his projects. He's at first, I wasn't too sure about him being a, uh, an artist himself. He was obviously a good producer, but I think he hits that lane of kind of this, uh, pop urban, uh, kind of stuff. There's some stuff that sounds like, um, I don't know. I just, but I really enjoyed it. Not too far is a great song, uh, where he talks about how could you even love a heathen like me and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's an enjoyable, enjoyable listen. Okay. Give, give us give us your eight. Keep going, sketch. Okay, my eight is uh, another producer MC project. Swoop and and uh, uh, I just blank. Taylor Gray. Taylor Gray. Yeah. Yeah. T- uh, Touch not that mine anointed. So uh, they both come from kind of a traditional black church background, and it's got a lot of that soul sample in it. Um, and Taylor Gray's a, a good lyricist, so uh, definitely check that one out. It was released pretty early into 2020, so might have gone under the radar for some folks, but okay. that's what I would put at number eight. Number eight, I give mine. <clears throat> and I might be biased, but I was thoroughly impressed with my number eight. Number eight, Oatmeal Instant. Oatmeal from Just Add Water to Instant, I saw a total night and day shift lyrically delivery um because i i helped a lot on uh just add water with hooks beat selection i think in only input i gave was a verse and but i was so impressed that after he was done i felt like he was in such a lane i was like i need to hurry up and, and do a song with him so I can have it on a project and and I was right he didn't disappoint so Oatmeal Instant to me I think that's like his and he didn't have a sophomore 
the sophomore curse, which was great. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know who had who in 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 rap history had a better second album than the first. I mean, John Keith. Keith. Okay. Okay. And Christian okay. on Christian side, John Keith also the truth that I didn't like the moment of the truth. Like moment of the truth, I think his second one was the faith. I was, was it, I like, was it I like yeah 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 you you got it right, but I really like the moment of truth. But yeah, moment of truth was okay, but the faith was like he left he left his world to me. I was Ex- like, okay, this dude is rapping. Except for when Shabak <laughs> came and we caught him and he caught a body. So I mean, I don't know. People sleeping on Shabbat, though. People don't know about Shabbat. Well, nobody know about him right now, so. <laughs> we praying for you, Shabbat, if you're out there. Yeah. Um, number seven, ready? Oh, number eight. Number eight for me. Oh, number eight. Okay. okay. Uh, infantry, inventory. Um, This also came early in the year. If you don't know who infantry is, this is Ishan's dudes. Uh, Brother three. Uh, this dude name, I think his name is Church. Um, you also got um, who else is um, the dude sing all the hooks, Jeremiah um, Blodgin, yeah, Jeremiah Blodgin, which he was murdering most of the tracks on there, and also Tone Spain. Um, and the dude Jacob Blossom, the singer, okay. I, I'm probably saying his name wrong, forgive me, brother, if I said it wrong. Um, dope album, super solid. Um, they did a mesh of New school rapping, you know, kind of the, the, the big Sean style rapping, but also some old school bars. Um, yep. so really good project, super solid. Um, infantry inventory. Okay, okay. Sketch. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Ready? Go to your seven. Seven. Branson, throw the crown. At seven? So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so really love this album um i normally don't like to put us in this list because i know people feel like oh, you just put him in there because that's your dude and yeah he's my brother but he did a great job on his album did a great job on everything on this whole album so i really liked it really enjoyed it really enjoyed the album art um come on somebody project project come on somebody Let's talk album art. Come on, somebody. It, but it's no awards for album art, so you know what you're going to do. So, seven, sketch. I'll say uh, Wande. Excellent. Wande. Reach Records. So, yeah. It was, again, kind of had a good pop feel. She also incorporates her Nigerian heritage uh, really well. So, uh, it's a fun listen. And I've, I've been blessed to uh, be in Houston where we've got Engine Radio that plays a lot of music so i hear obviously we'll hear a lot of reach records but i it's also given me a perspective of what kind of works on a radio side and now being around a 10 year old i know what he likes uh, as you'll see kind of my top three but uh wanda's a good 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 listen so one day shout out to one day you know what i'm saying so let's see so we're on on my seven seven um number seven Mouthpiece five seven eight zero. Is that how you say? It? Is is that? Yeah, the, it's five yeah. seven eight zero. Five seven eight zero. Um, really thorough. I think. I think what I really liked about um, what I really liked about that mouthpiece album 
for 5780 is because he wasn't just rapping. He was really doing like a sermon. Like on every track, it was a sermon. Uh, he didn't he didn't mess around with the bars. The beats was dope. The hooks was good. Um, it came out on the same day as Throw the Crown and uh, Plain James uh, from the Heart. So it was a great, 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 great album. Um, so and it was, I think it was longer than his usual albums. I think it was maybe like fifteen tracks, something like that. It was so long. Yeah, so my 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 number seven for uh top ten of twenty twenty mouthpiece five seven eight zero. So number number six. Are we still on, still on seven? Sketch, you gotta help me. <laughs> I did uh I did seven. Did ready did you do seven? You did your seven? Yeah, ready? I did seven. All right, okay, so you're on six. Six, ready, it's on you. Bizzle the messenger. Mm. Um, I would have had Bizzle the Messenger, Messenger Four to be exact. I would have had this more up, um, but it came out really early in the year, and it didn't have staying power with me. Like he did some great songs. Yeah, everybody knows Bizzle is lyrically inclined. Brother can rap any kind of way you want it. He can do it. Yeah. Um, what I enjoy was watching people on YouTube who didn't listen to Christian rap listen to Lucky You. Because they were surprised, and so I love the reaction of the people I who may have never that. heard a Christian rap like that. I didn't look it up. Is that the song they, where he's they, like driving and? Um, nah, that's and, uh, that's uh, he's the man or you the man, something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. you the man. This is the song where he's saying, "Y'all better be happy." I didn't, I didn't go secular rap because I would have been killing oh, you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, very good, very good CD. Enjoyed it a lot. But it didn't have a lot of staying power, so it didn't crack my five. Okay. okay. I, I do my six. My six is Bills of the Messenger Volume 4. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, the the thing was lucky, lucky you was such a a a very dope, bold song. Um like may, maybe I like that 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 rap that's like make you feel like somebody is spiritually getting swung on um <laughs> that was good the uh the story that he did what he you the man uh um that was a really good one i like a lot of the songs i like the the lyrical transitions i like the delivery i like the beat selection the rick ross song i really like because of the uh the beat was spot on it sounded like something i would get but uh it was it was dope so six Bizzle Messenger, that's pretty cool. We got the same one now. Now, if yeah. Sketch have the same one at number six, everybody in twenty twenty one better watch out because Jesus probably coming back. <laughs> no, my uh, my number six was Throw the Crown. So ah! I enjoyed that one. So ah! <laughs> and one of my favorite songs on the project. You got two two of the people on this podcast. So Ray Ryder and. Y'all did the Last Dragons joint. Last uh, Dragons was was really great, and I think Amen. my other one was the the Pettides song. But yeah, you did a great job of rolling that out. Did a lot of uh, videos. The 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 artwork was phenomenal, and I'm really glad that you use that in multiple ways. The Art of God Chasing project that kind of came along with it uh, was really cool. So salute to you, Brinson. That was good. 
good project. So yeah, I heard that six <laughs> and seven. Get your mind right, Christian hip hop. So okay, I'm see. I, I I got I got super happy. What number we on? Six. Five. Yeah, six? I did six. Okay, yeah. six. No, so so now we're on five. Now we're on five. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go with my five. And this is probably Reddy's number one. My number five, Ishan Burgundy, Joppa. Oh. Joppa. Oh, Joppa. And, and, and check this out. I'm late on it because I listen to m- music in different waves i don't listen to it at the top of when everybody is in hypnosis as uh cannabis would say i'm not a, I'm, I'm not the hypnosis listener i wait till people stop talking about stuff and then i go back and listen to it like i already supported it and all this other stuff but i i won't listen to nothing as long as people talking after after it after people calm down then i'll go and enjoy it but i think beat selection he showed out he showed out lyrically um, great, 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 great project by Ishan. Out the project he had before, I was like, this is probably his best project. But I'm the love of money. I was like, this is probably his best project. But this, job, mm-hmm. it, I don't know. Don't, it's, don't say that. Mm-hmm. it's 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 mm-hmm. they neck and neck to me. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So that's that's mm-hmm. my number five. Um, sketch what you got for five. I forgot about Joppa. That's a good one. Uh, my five is is theory has it. Y'all still ain't washing your hands. So um, just listen to it just recently. Um, but yeah, he he's rapping, rapping, and making beats, and it's it's classic theory has it that you've come to know and love. What, what was your favorite track on that one? Um, shoot, there's one that that's like extra spiritual for it. I, I can't remember the name. Dang it. It's like the third or fourth track. Okay. Um, but well, yeah. Shoot, I'll have to look up the title. Okay, okay, um, okay. Yeah. Theory has it. Ready, where yeah. you at? So I love the Theory has it too. I didn't put it on my list because I missed the window to buy it, so I couldn't listen to it again. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to buy the I'm gonna have to buy the um actual It's on streaming services now. Oh it is? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to stream it then. I tried to buy it on band camp, I had to say I that low because I, I, I know Brinson's thoughts on that. So. Hey. But I'm gonna I'm gonna buy the hard copy too, so Get the vinyl ready. Yes. So I am. I am. I am I'm going to do that. So number five, and it's amazing because KB is one of my favorite rappers, but he's low on this list. Though I think the song, I, what's the name of the song he came out with early in the year? It's an anthem song that he came 10K? out early in the year. 10K. No, it's after 10K. Armies. Armies. So Armies, life was tough and Armies happened. And I was texting barbers and different people who was all listening to that song, and that song was super special to me. Um, what I've understood, what I understand about KB now is he is a master at taking old gospel songs and making them rap songs. Because those are the songs that normally pop for him. Are those songs where he remixes some old Shirley Caesar song like he did with um, Not Today's Sake. Right? So, um, it's called Glory Alone. Um, I love the little boy song i listened to it like ten thousand times and the army song and the 10k um he's a good rapper and this is um, your five that's my five wow i thought that'd be yeah. higher on your list okay i i got people on that's higher on that list that had more songs that was more special in the season to me okay okay that's that's dope that's dope so 
Number four, I'll go. I'll go. Number with five, still. You still number five, right? Nah, I said Joppa. Uh, okay. Said yeah. uh, Theory. So we on four, okay? Okay, four. I would say this. This is this album came out of nowhere for me, right? But the replay value has been phenomenal. Serene Poems, Art of Living. I forgot to put that on my list. Serene Poems, like, I don't know. Because I've been I've been paying attention to Elect. You know what I'm saying? They, outside of God Chasers, they might be my favorite label. They might be. Mm. They might be my favorite label. So when when I, I just bought it just because, because they had vinyl, right? And when I played it and listened yeah. to it and got the remixes and stuff like that, like... I just really enjoyed um, the production, the message. It was it was grown man. I'm about my mm-hmm. about my father's business rap. Um, and the, the producer is it New Slim? How do you say? Can new, new, new self. New self. New self. Okay. I, I would have never got that out of his name. So yeah. I was I was so yeah. impressed with New Self that you're gonna hear. A few tracks on me and Ready Riders project that's coming out this year. Like it, it, I, that's that's how much you know I love this project. So, yeah. Serene Poems, uh, New Self, Art of Living. If the Good Morning track, my favorite track on there. So, first track on there is is, is why, and it's super dope to hear it on vinyl. That's all I'm saying. So, Sketch <coughs> Four, who yeah. you got? Number four. No big deal. The slowercase mixtape. Mm. So this is a chopped and screwed version of his lowercase album. H-Town. Uh, yeah, done by Houston one. <laughs> uh, but it, it was it was a sort of surprise, and apparently he's a legitimate like fan of the chopped and screwed sound, and was a DJ screwhead when he was growing up. But it gives you a, a new appreciation, I think, for that album. And I, I grew in a great appreciation for no big deal stuff. So. Um, just when it's slowed down and it gives you a different tempo, you could catch some of his wordplay and that sort of stuff. So um, I enjoyed it. He even did some merch with like a retro, like 90s rap um, stuff. I bought that t shirt. So no big deal. Slower case mixtape. I think you can find it at slowercasemixtape.com or, or whatnot. So ready. Somebody else did a um, slow, uh, um, a screwed down mixtape too. What's the dude name that that was with Reach and then he left? Tall dude, braids. Aha, um, Aha Gazelle. Yeah, he did. He did one as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, for number four, I got mouthpiece. Uh, no delay slash five seven eight zero. I believe <laughs> to me that no delay was better. Really. Yeah, to, and, and I'll say this. The re- reason I liked this particular album was there was a place in Christian rap when, when, when we used to speak super forcefully. Yes. And, and aggressive. And I felt like Mouthpiece came back with aggressive gospel. Like, I, we hear rappers who rap and they're aggressive, but they're not aggressive with the gospel. Mm. And I think Mouthpiece came back with that aggressive gospel that I miss so much. And, and I was like, man, I forgot I used to love that kind of rap. Because now we just kind of wavy, kind of, you know, 
kind of put it in there here and there, but not aggressive in your face with the gospel like Mouthpiece was on this album. So, yeah, no delay slash five seven eight zero for number four. Sketch. I did number four. Did you do your number four? Uh, yeah, Serene Palms. Oh, that, okay, yeah. So my number oh, no. three, K nine forty five. Ah, uh, yeah. He's we've already talked about him a little bit, but just a really great storyteller. Um, I was hooked from the first song about being a grandpa. Like one who who writes about that in hip hop, and and he's very like transparent, talking about his his daughter like having a kid. Uh, before he was ready and here I am a Christian rapper and I'm preaching against this and that sort of thing but then grows to love the role and just um, it's, it's great to hear a dude that, that can do it that well so mm. yeah well, my number three KB His Glory Alone the the anthems so you ready said something about flipping those songs yeah R. Swift did Awesome God. Yeah. He did that flip. And the thing is, he he made, I don't think, I don't know if I can say that, but it financially it didn't do good for him. I'll say that because of label stuff. I can't, it didn't do good for him. But that was his biggest song and he could have kept doing it and it's, and it's a wave. You know what I'm saying? So, I think KB has done it so much. Now it it, seem, it seemed like it's his, but other people have done it. But I think he he mm. rap he rapped great, and I think if Oatmeal was on this podcast, that'll be his number one because KB is his favorite rapper. I'm gonna just put him out there like that. But it the beats was good, the selection was good, the uh, the singing, the the post production. Just the build around the songs, like the, the 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 melodies, like everything worked. And um, I got I got a shout out uh, a group that you don't hear me talk about at all, just because of like post production and the way that they structure songs. The Social Club Misfits um, "Feared by Hell" album was really good with the production, the beats, just the way that it was put together. So I got to shot them out because um, I think them, what they did and what KB did is is pretty similar, but KB album number three. Ready. So number three, I've been waffling back and forth. Um, this is my surprise pick. Uh, a lot of people didn't hear this. Like I listen to track stars um, here and there and they didn't even talk about it being released. So it's Brother 3. Uh, the name of the album is Traffic. Uh, what I like, and, and if you don't know who Brother 3 is, there was, there was a spot when Jim Stones was killing everything in, on the Christian side. And the person he was trying to introduce was Brother 3. Brother 3 is signed, signed to Infantry um, with Eshawn Burgundy. Super solid rapper. Can do it both ways. Got bars. Got, got double time rap. Um, the album... And this is what I miss about hip hop. You used to be able to hear an album. I remember when I first heard Jen's Christian album that was about his last one that made you want to go and visit where he's from. Mm. And so when you hear so when you hear this this CD about traffic, where he breaks down a lot of the songs are related to traffic in general. Um, but it makes you want to visit Chicago. It makes mm. you 
feel how he feels and his love about Chicago. Um, good storytelling. Good, it's a super solid album that I would tell anybody to go and pick up if you haven't picked it up yet and give it a shot and give it a listen. I heard it the first time, but I wasn't ready to listen to it the first time. Then I went back to it as of late and I loved it. So it was one of those albums I had to I had to come back to and I was like, wow, I missed it on this one. This was a great album. So Brother Three Traffic. Sketch. Yeah. My number two. Number two. My number two is Lecrae's Restoration. Woo! So and I I, I appreciate Lecrae. I, he's yeah. not my favorite rapper, but um this one definitely, and again, I think I've been influenced somewhat. I see uh, what works on radio and what works with the, the, my son now, and he's, he loves a bunch of those songs. Um, the Wheels Up, Zombie, um, Set Me Free. Uh, my favorite is Drown with John Legend. And I mean, one to get John Legend on a feature and Huge. Singing, <laughs> singing it that well, and it really works with that song. So I'm I'm happy to see him do that, and he he just put out a deluxe version of it with a couple more songs with a little more of his Reach Records folks. There's the celebration song with Holvey and uh, that sort of stuff. So props to Lecrae. Restoration was a good one, okay. uh, and I got it. He did released a book this year too. I haven't read it yet, but I purchased it sitting on my shelf as something that, that I'm going to get to later on. Dude, you you have to you have to post a picture of your shelf with all the Christian uh, <laughs> hip hop. Uh, books that you got because you you yeah. have been supporting people for a while yeah i've been trying to so and it's good that there's there's that many people in our community that are are writing and publishing books like yourself so yeah uh, happy to do it so yeah lecrae uh number two restoration so my number two for a christian hip-hop album of 2020 my number two canine 45 and, and everybody knew it was going to be high on my list but I mean <laughs> storytelling aspect the, the grandpa song uh, because you know I had an emotional attachment to it because I would you know I was the person you're who part called. of the song yeah I'm part so, of the song yeah you know um, <laughs> and, and then um, the where where I'm from track got featured on there um, the power of prayer track he did a, a track like he was drunk Ooh, talking yeah. against the church um, yeah. just a phenomenal record the all I need track is probably my favorite track on that uh that project because it it I feel like it's it's a anointed track and you know when you when you're down that's the one that you got to go to so my number two k945 um man I, j- I just wish that more outlets picked up on it you know what i'm saying like it's a it's a i think all of our top tens if we had 80 to 100 grand to put behind these projects just so the world can hear them it would be a phenomenal thing so my number two ready where you at so number two um sketch already talked about it gavi gavi heathen um so early i think it came out in march or maybe february it came out, we're, we're hitting, we're coming into COVID, things are crazy. And I'm just listening to the CD like every day, I'm working out to the CD. Um, like Sketch, I was like, I don't know if God is gonna be the one, but then you start to like his voice. Mm-hmm. You start to like what he's saying. And then his production, of course, because we all know him from all the way from Rima Soul, 
when he was doing production and different things like that. So he's great at that. And some of the Trip League projects that he's done as well, just reached record projects in general. So I would say um, that Gavi is a great album. Um, you got songs like Skull. What are the other songs on there that I like? The Girl Song. There's just a lot of songs on there um, where it talks about what the name is, the, the, the heathen aspect and how people judge. Um, so I'll tell anybody to go and just listen to it. It's, it's a good listen. It's a real solid, really good album that I love this year. So Gabby Heathen. Number two, Sketch. I did my number two, Lecrae. So I'm, I'm oh, number one so, now. So, so we're on number one. So before we yeah, go to yeah. number one, make sure you like, comment, subscribe to the God Chases podcast. Go to GodChases.com. Pick up the Out the Vault project by Brinson. Out the Vault. God Chases coming. Ready Rider Brinson coming next year called Medallions. It's going to be a a GodChasers.com exclusive and pre-orders is going to go up the second week of January. So keep your eyes on the GodChasers.com web store and follow Ready Rider on Twitter at Ready Rider with two T's. We got to get his numbers up. All right. Number one. (laughs) Number one. We're going to start with Sketch. Let's go. Number one, we've all talked about it. KB is his glory alone. So, uh, again, that's an, uh, another one I've really been impressed with him the last couple of years. When you, I, early in his career, he seemed a little bit uh, too reliant on kind of fast rapping and that sort of thing, and I kind of blew him off. But if you listen to his lyrics, he's got a really strong pen. He's he's got mm-hmm. great um, wordplay, and then obviously this one, like we've all talked about. How to, these kind of church songs whether it's ccm choruses or gospel stuff um in a lot of ways that can be a bit of a shortcut to uh, christian radio airplay or acceptance in genres outside of hip-hop oh yeah i like that one but i think he he does it really well and it, it works in a really great way and again i've seen it connect with a lot of people i hear his songs all the time on engine radio and then uh my 10 year old adores him and that's his favorite rapper too so Mm -hmm. Uh, but I I appreciate that album and I hear a whole lot of it and I I love that it's given especially uh, my son you know an opportunity to sing these songs and I hear him walking around the house singing these choruses or using these lyrics and that sort of thing and it's it showed me again the power of Christian hip hop that we've talked about and and what it can mean so I'm thankful for that so and, and before Ready gives gives his number two, we just want to uh, give a shout out to all. I mean, number one, give a shout out to all the Christian hip hop artists that are doing this thing for the Lord. Please keep doing it. We got you in, in in our prayers, and please keep going and do it for Jesus, not for clout. Do it for Jesus and not for clout. All right, Ready, your number one. So I left a a, a, um, a a CD off my list, and for the life of me right now, I cannot remember the name of the rapper's album. He's with uh, Culture Villains. His name is Cam. His album is phenomenal. I, I meant to put him on my list. I just thought about it just now. Um, he would have been somewhere in the midst. Want somebody that would have got kicked off because of his album. Listed the whole thing. He is next up. 
If you have not heard Cam from Culture Villains, I believe the name of the album is Protection or something similar to that. Um, go look that dude up. He is the one. He's next. Dude is fire. Um, so my favorite album this year was Andy Minio, Happy Thoughts. Um, it came on the song. He says he thought it was done, but he came in God's timing. We needed the funniness of him and you know, no big deal making a song. I think that song was called Willie, and and some of the other songs, some of the um, the TikTok stuff he did, the TikTok competition. Yeah, they had a uh, great rappers on it. Yeah, Monster Tara <laughs> and that one lady who murdered it. I can't think of her name right now, but she went Cannon in. killed it too. Yeah, yeah, Cannon did going too. <laughs> um, my favorite songs on there, um, Ramen Ramen, was fire. Uh, Shibuya Roll Call and my favorite song of all was uh, Always in a Rush um, he did videos with I think almost all the songs um, we got Chunky Andy at this point because he's, he's married and we all kind of get that weight when we get married um, it's a great album uh, talks about a lot of stuff he's reflective he sings on there he rhymes he does everything he does some hip hop in there um, double time rap um, definitely my favorite um, CD of the year. Boom, boom. And my number one album for 2020 is going to surprise a lot of people. Throw the Crown <laughs> by this guy named Brentson. I I really connected with the album. I mean, I mean, I from the uh, the the altar you look call. You like the guy on the cover. Hey, woo! It's a compliment. <laughs> the dude, yeah. the, the 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 altar call at the end with it with the with the uh, Star Wars sample. I connected with that. That was heavy. Um, the 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 ciphers that we we missed. Shout out to uh, Hog Mob and 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 uh, God Over Money for their ciphers. I love ciphers. Um, the the track with Zay Hill was was phenomenal. I mean, only I think two things was missing off of that album. One was a track with K9 that was missing, and uh, uh, a track with with Stephen Wiley. I think that would have been the dream track, but. Throw the crown, my number one pick for 2020, and I knew I know that's gonna surprise a lot of people because they probably thought that would probably be lower on my list, but that's number one. So, so we all we all omitted Toby. I think because I think because he's not he he's outside of the Christian hip hop space. Mm-hmm. Because, That's why I didn't put him on. Because I, I don't, I would love to see him with a Ishan. I would love to see him with a, a Dayton or or a, or or a Brinson or a, or uh, if Gemstones ever come back, he's coming. He's coming. He's coming. I would love to see him with one of these guys. You know. Uh, mm-hmm. And to clarify, you're talking about Toby and Wigway and not Toby Mac. No, Toby so. anyway, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking yeah. about Toby Mac. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. No. I'm playing. <laughs> he's from Houston too. I would say another reason I omitted him. I never, 
I know he does do these, but I never feel like he puts out albums. He just puts out like a flood of singles, like one a week, one a week. And I never think to go back and listen to like the whole like collection of those. I kind of catch them like week by week, track by track, whether it's his Twisted Sundays or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I certainly appreciate him. I just, like I said, I think it escapes me because I don't think of him dropping albums. It's just like a right. constant stream of singles. Well, so. I, I did order his vinyl, if that counts for anything. Yeah. I think he dropped two albums this year. Uh, Dead in Hip Hop Review 1, and he dropped the one that has, the one that just he just did with... Uh, with so, all the features. Uh, or it was all, it's yeah, Big Crit. Project. Yeah. Big Crit, D Smoke, Black Thought, Voice of 5-9, and somebody else he did a, a song with. Yeah. Uh, yeah, people, from, um, if yeah. people aren't on Tobe, they need to check him out. Visually, he's awesome. His videos are great because he's, he's got the lyrics at the bottom all the time. Um, he does stuff with his wife and a, a female producer that's just great. So Yeah. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I enjoy his music a lot. I want to thank my special guest, Ready Writer, Sketch the J, a.k.a. Oz Merritt's now. Uh, for joining for joining me on the end the year end the sixth anniversary episode the six year anniversary episode of the God Chasers podcast, gentlemen. Before you exit, is there anything profound you want to give to the people before we end? Um, so I'll say this quickly. I was watching Anthony O'Neill. I believe his name is. He's the guy who's associated with uh. David Ramsey's Christian guy, and he from said something that really struck me. He's from Jacksonville, so he said something that really struck me today. He said, uh, "Take an hour out of your day before before we hit, um, you know, wh- whether you listen to this next year or you listen to it pretty soon here. Take some time to talk to the Lord, and instead of presenting Him with a list of the stuff you want to achieve, how about you ask Him what He wants you to achieve." See if he'll give you a word. See if he'll give you something to press forward to as we enter into this new year so you can really have a, a target at something that will be pleasing to God's heart um, for you to achieve this year um, in 2021. That's what I'll say. Sketch. Yeah, I guess just uh, I'm I'm not thankful for the pandemic, but I'm thankful for what it's taught me and what I've learned through it. Um, and just this year as a whole, I think God has used uh, a lot of the stress and tension of this year to reveal to us our idols and things that we put in front of him and cling to, whether it's our job security, whether it's politics, whether it's our health, um, anything like that. I think he can use uh, this time to kind of refine his church. And I'm thankful for that. And I hope that I'm on the right side of it. Um, I, I've, it's made me look at and cling to him more closely and I hope that's done the same for other people so amen amen and I'll just I'll just say um, out of everything the greatest commandment if you can cling on to the greatest commandment and love your neighbor and love the Lord that God with all your heart mind your soul with everything you'll be you'll, you'll make it you know what I'm saying and I hate to be the bearer of, of bad news, but uh, Revelations call this stuff the beginning of sorrows. So if you don't know Jesus, it's that time. It's that time to get to know him. It's that time to get real with him because 2020 was crazy. But <laughs> according to uh, scripture, 
it's gonna get a tad bit wilder. Buckle up, kids. Mm-hmm. It gets worse. <laughs> so praise God for you, brothers. I love you guys. Everybody tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. Yo, you got chasing a knob. <laughs>